Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Taking Care of Business. This week I'm joined by our residential lettings director, Richard Feeney. Hello. Or Rich, as we like to call him. Rich, Richard, Feeney. Last Feeney. seen on the Dad Jokes video, so hopefully we get we talk more sense to each other today. I've got another one if you want it quickly. Go on. What do you call an alligator wearing a vest? Go on. An investigator. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Okay, so to get into it, let's talk first off. I know it's been probably covered in the last few days quite a bit about the agreement with Emirates MBD and the land department to digitalize uh, rental payments, or to put it in simpler terms, kind of phase out check payments and do it, do it more through bank transfers. Yeah. How's that gone down with A, the team, with the, the landlords and tenants, and what's the initial reaction in the, the industry? Initial reaction's been positive. A lot of the team, they reached out to me before I even kind of seen the article kind of shows how hands-on they are with, you know, the news and what, what's kind of going on in the market, which is good. Um, the only, not necessarily a concern, but there's no kind of time frame on it. I just hope that it's sooner rather than later. So I know there was a lot of talk about it, you know, kind of the last kind of 12 months or so, you know, kind of trying to sort of wait, you know, kind of weave away now from, from checks, post-dated checks, you know, kind of get into a, you know, kind of direct, uh, direct, uh, direct debits, I should say. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed, hopefully it's sooner rather than later. And to dive into some of the impacts that, that checks have in terms of putting a deal together, Obviously, when someone moves to Dubai to rent a property, they need to they need a checkbook, which can take what, what two or three weeks to set up, set up an account and the checkbooks come through. Well, then also we've all been in a situation before where we've gone to rent a property, we've dug out the checkbook, we've not looked at for a year, and there's only two pages left. And maybe we've not we've not got enough checks. So, I mean, do you anticipate that this will have an impact on the speed of deals as well, and, and make? both tenants and landlords and even agents lives a little bit easier in terms of putting a deal together. A hundred percent. I like to think so. Like you said, then, you know, there, there shouldn't really be any kind of delays now when this kind of kicks in whereby, okay, I'm waiting for my checkbook. I'm, I'm setting up with a bank or, you know, I've only got two checks left on my bank. It should just be bang, bang, bang. Okay. We'll set up the direct debit. It goes from my account to landlord's account. Obviously I don't know the whole kind of process ins and outs of it yet, but it should make it a lot more, you know, kind of time efficient. And then in terms of payments, so I haven't got the stat here, but traditionally I think we have about 35% of our deals that are done in one check payment. Yeah. And then 65%, obviously, two checks and more. How do you think this will impact like the, the terms of payment in terms of whether it's one check, two checks, like 12, or not even checks, bank transfers, direct debits, 12 over the course of a year? I don't think it will kind of change the landlord's, you know, kind of demand for wanting one or two, two payments. I think that's always going to be there. But, you know, like you said, then I think it's you know, kind of like approximately 30% of uh, the deals, you know, kind of we've done whereby landlords are receiving one, you know, a one check payment or you know, kind of one payment, whether it be a bank transfer or a check. So I don't think that will kind of change the landlord's demand for wanting, you know, kind of fewer checks. Um, it just depends. It depends how it's kind of rolled out, you know, kind of, you know, to the market. It depends how the landlords kind of, you know, engage with it. I think if there's, you know, a, the security there that, okay, that there's official kind of um, policies and procedures in place whereby, you know, it's a standing order, let's say, that might give the landlord more kind of peace of mind than, you know, just receiving, you know, kind of four checks yeah. post-dated. So hopefully it will be, you know... Well, the thing, thing that is there in the mortgage business, isn't it? Like you can't... If someone's uh, it might sound simple to say but if you've got a mortgage you can't cancel your direct mortgage payments if you've got a car loan i'm happy to be corrected but i think if some of the car loans now or probably all of them you can't cancel the car loan payment so 
I would expect it to be a similar thing that once you've once you've set this up, it's not something you, you could cancel, which hopefully will give landlords, like you said, more more peace of mind yeah. over things and more check payments because I think Dubai's got such ambitious plans uh, for the population between up to twenty forty. I do think that we are going to have to look at increased check payments because not everyone can afford one or two, and not everyone. We've um, we're dealing with a couple of banks at the moment that give rental loans um, yeah, to people to, to pay in fewer checks, but not everyone is also going to want to take a loan out. So let's see. It remains to be seen the the, the impact it'll no. have. Moving on from uh, moving on from the checks, Q two. What what did we see from from your point of view in Q two? Um, it was I think as busy let's say revenue wise as kind of Q1 was uh, it seemed to have a lot more you know kind of well, the, the traction was still there there's still the demand um, at the moment there is still you know um, you know an appetite for you know uh, properties not necessarily in, in, in core areas I mean there's still core areas but you know in terms of let's say you're kind of mirror mirror oasis people are now starting to you know kind of broaden their kind of search rather than I just want to be in Arabian ranches I just want to be in Dubai hills they can see now the way that the, the market's going, the way that the prices are, that, okay, if they are willing to kind of commute five or 10 minutes, you know, kind of further afield, they're going to get ultimately the same size property, but for maybe, you know, kind of 10, 15,000 dirham cheaper. Yeah, well, to, to put that into data terms as well, it actually backs up a, a lot of what you're saying there to share a couple of bits of information. <coughs> um, we did, I won't go on too much because we did cover this in last week's pod as well. In um, June, there was, and this is for the uh, for the market in general, there was a 14% increase uh, on Ijari registrations. So obviously 14% more rental transactions yeah. being done in the market, which I think fits with what we see in terms of when we're looking at our applicant reg- registrations and the volume of deals that we're doing. It, it all seems to marry up. Well, then something that, that did stick out to me from our, our data is, whilst the number of transactions um, has risen in all of our top, top 10 transacted areas in... Um, Q2 in if I just add them up here one two three four in seven of the top ten areas the average rental price came down okay so what that's not saying is if you've got a three-bedroom villa your three-bedroom villas come down in value but people are opting opting for cheaper or or this is what the data is suggesting yeah people are opting for maybe cheaper options in the communities or maybe they are expanding the search a little bit more and then owners are having to be a little bit more negotiable in order to to secure the tenant. Yeah. So I think from, well, my take on it, and I've obviously asked you for yours in a second, is that the market's been so good for a couple of years now, and we, we've been talking a lot about price increases. I don't think this is a, maybe a price decrease at the moment. Maybe it's a, a the first indication of a bit of a bit of leveling off or tenants hitting a ceiling as to, to where they can get to. I don't know if, if in your dealings with your team and the market, that's something you've seen or experienced or? Yes and no, really. I think it just depends on everyone's search requirements, everyone's situation is different. You know, for example, you know, we might come across a family that specifically wants to live in Jamiroa Golf Estates because they have family that live there already. So any other areas that we kind of, you know, kind of propositioned them, Victory Heights maybe, you know, kind of nearby area, they're going to go, well, no, we don't want to be there because, you know, our cousins, our brother, our sister, whoever it is, lives in Jamaica Golf Station, one of there. So people will kind of go and people's, like I say, search requirements and situation can be specific, you know, kind of tailor-made, let's say, you know, it's kind of that particular family. If no one has that main kind of, that appetite and drive to be in a certain area, then of course, you know, we can offer 
areas that maybe, like I just said, you know, kind of a few minutes ago, maybe 10 or 15 minutes further the field, whereby they're going to get the same size property, but for maybe, you know, kind of 10, 15,000 dirhams cheaper, which then, of course, you know, kind of marries up with what we're saying about the... It makes perfect sense. And it's like we've said for a while, Dubai is no longer one property market we can talk about. We have to talk about area by area. Because yeah. every area is so different in terms of supply, even price ranges and, and what have you. Um, good. Let me come on to the next point I've got for was here, which is the summer months. Obviously, a lot of people travel, um, both tenants and landlords. I think a lot of people do come over to Dubai in the summer months if they've got families ready for the next school year to get settled in. So what do you expect we're going to see over the next couple of months? I think now, particularly in the office that we're in now, Motor City, and the, the, the department that I'm looking after uh, is mainly sort of villas. We are kind of seeing now that the, the tenant inquiries are kind of slowly, I mean, they're not dropping off the face of the, the, the cliff by any means, but yeah, they are kind of slowing down slightly. I think that's because people have the luxury now of travel, whereas, you know, kind of the last two years with the whole sort of, you know, COVID yeah. and whatever's kind of you know, happened, people have been you know, kind of cooped up here. So now they've got the flexibility to go back to the home countries for, you know, my, my sister, you know, she's fortunate enough to go back to the UK for, you know, kind of six to eight weeks. She owns a place here. But if they were, let's say, kind of renting, it'd be a case of, okay, well, look, search on hold now until we get back. Then once we're back, we'll look at, you know, kind of going out, finding a property and, you know, kind of getting somewhere established and ready for when the kids start school so that, you know, we're ready to go. So we have noticed that, you know, kind of the inquiries have kind of slowed down slightly. But on the flip side of that, we were just talking, you know, kind of, I was about to say off air then. I guess it is <laughs> off air, isn't it? Uh, talking off air uh, and said, that, you know, if any landlords do have any kind of serious offers at the moment, they should strongly be considering them because let's, you know, kind of 5,000, 10,000 dirhams off the asking price at the moment. If the market, uh, sorry, if the, the majority of tenants do kind of end up leaving Dubai for the summer months, going back to their home countries, they come back, the unit's still available. A, it's not a good look for a landlord having that, you know, the unit on the market for as long as that. And also if the tenants are going away, it's probably better to kind of secure something now, shake hands on an agreement, sign a contract, collect the checks, knowing that peace of mind, okay, I've got X, Y, Z family moving in, in, you know, kind of four to six weeks time, you know, once they're back. Yeah, or even if it is a shorter time scale, it's less vacant period for the landlord, isn't Correct. it? So that five or 10K below asking, the, the, maybe they'd be reluctant to take. It could be if, if the if the market is a bit slower and the, the property's empty for two to four weeks, then yeah. they're gonna lose that, they'll lose, yeah. that, um, they'll lose that amount anyway. It, it makes sense and sometimes you know, unfortunately that's what we have to kind of do with landlords whereby they'll say no i want xyz price and we kind of break it down and say okay well look at your price here let's divide that by 356 days in a year isn't it sorry 365 divide that figure by 365 that'll give you your day rate so every kind of let's say day it stays vacant this is essentially what you're kind of losing this is what you're losing per week and all of a sudden it kind of drops and like, okay, it would be better if I get a tenant in there now to kind of avoid that, you know, that sort of vacant period. Yeah, no, all wise words. But I think just to conclude on that, whilst we, we, we're highlighting a couple of points, I think it's still, we, we need to keep it top of mind that the market is still buoyant. Like, oh, well, of course. We've done more deals than ever. The market has done more more deals than ever, especially in, in June from last year. So whilst there might be a, a couple of signs it's the summer and a couple of, well, in a few areas, the, the average price has dropped. I think we're still in a very, a very healthy market for absolutely. For I think it's just been, like I say, the last couple of years has been so significant compared to any other years. It always is seasonal, particularly in rentals. You know, you, you, you're going to get a lot of people 
that particularly in villas as well that do want to kind of like leave the search not necessarily till the last minute but you know the kids are going to school starting in, you know kind of like end of august september predominantly for us it's always been very busy end of july august time people coming back from being away and they want to get something sorted good okay before we finish i'm going to put you on the, the spot a little bit here not another dad joke no so i think a lot of people mortgage payments would have gone up uh, at the start of okay, july yeah. with the interest rate rises a couple more projected this year so whereas we've had we've had it really good for a couple of years at least with the mortgage rates now they are starting to they are starting to creep up a bit so bearing that in mind and that's only one factor i know but i'm just just being a bit devilish <clears throat> do you still think it's right for people or a good idea for people to buy or should they fill your your coffers with rental contracts <laughs> rental contracts no <laughs> um i think buying's always the best it has to be i think the the reality is that you know there are always going to be a lot more tenants than there are buyers just because not everyone's got the down payment available the transfer fees available the agency fee now if you're buying a property here in dubai you know, you're talking, what is it? 4% DLD transfer fees, 2% broker fee, whatever your mortgage down payment is, it's a lot of money. So not everyone's got that kind of, that luxury of going, okay, well, we've got a few hundred thousand dirhams in the bank account, let's put that towards property. People have to kind of build themselves up here in Dubai, you know, it's an expensive place to live, as we all know, especially now, you know, the, the petrol prices, you know, are going up, still cheaper than, you know, bag of chips yeah. back at home, but they're still going up. So I think what a lot of people do is they kind of come here with the intention that, okay, I do want to buy somewhere and obviously inevitably have that end goal, but it's about getting that nest egg going, keeping the savings coming in so that they can turn around and go, okay, I'm ready to kind of transact now. So I think to answer your question, yeah, it still should be, you know, kind of the forefront of people's mind to buy a property. But I think when you kind of look into it, you know, particularly the tenants that we're dealing with, um, you know, not everyone's got that, you know, kind of flexibility to say, okay, well, I've got 500,000 sat there. I'm ready to kind of invest in a property. I would love to know where you get your bags of, bags of chips from back home. <laughs> if they're more expensive than a, bin, a fuel bin, tank. Bin, Binley Mega Chippy. Not heard the thing on, on no, Instagram. Not heard it, no. Really good. Um, but I, coming back to the average prices, I mean, maybe that might be a factor in it. People are, we know for a fact, people are seeing Dubai as their, their home a lot more. More people are settling here. This, obviously, we're talking about rentals at the moment, but sales, sales deals are, have increased on volume. Really month on month or quarter on quarter certainly for the last couple of years so with that in mind maybe people are looking to to tighten the pockets a little bit on the rental side yeah to, to be, enable them to save a bit more to, to get on that property ladder quicker who knows it's all speculation but that rounds us up for today unless you did have one more dad joke you wanted to share oh god you put me on the spot now uh no no I think you've got away with it thank you uh, as always for listening guys if you've got any comments any questions queries Please leave them in the comments section. And as always, please like and subscribe. It does help us a lot. Have a good week. Press that button.